Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. everyone welcome back to another episode of glow radio so excited today because i have a friend joining me today her name is michelle she is my lash tech and also a friend that i've known since high school so we go way back and i'm at her place right now she's lighting some incense and we're gonna have like a chat about astrology relationships it's gonna be so exciting and i have to tell you guys first I came to her place and I forgot the adapter for my Mac and I was like so like shook it because I was like oh my god I came all this way and I forgot my adapter and then Michelle was like you just have to look in your bag again <laughs> look in my bag again and then I found this other adapter that I normally bring like to the office and I never use it for my MacBook I use it like on my work computer and it works and I'm just like shook but life happened <laughs> So let Michelle say hi. Hello. <laughs> so you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and stuff? I've known Jacqueline since like, how old were we? Like 13, I think, 14, Yeah, I think we were like 13. Nine or something. Um, yeah, and then we kind of like reconnected last year actually. And yeah. Started talking like I think the first time we reconnected, we had lunch and we stayed there for like five hours. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> and then they were like trying to kick us out. Oh my god! Yeah, we went to like that noodle yeah, place. Yeah, they were like suddenly sliding the bill to us because <laughs> <laughs> we talked for like four hours on like yeah. astrology and Basically, then like career stuff. Yeah, we were talking a lot about that. Uh, yeah, we were talking about astrology mostly, I think. Yeah, but yeah, I'm super into astrology. I think I got into it in like twenty. 10, my sister was like telling me a lot about it and then back then all I knew about myself was like I'm such a Virgo earth sign everywhere and uh, she was telling all these things I was like no I don't think it's me I don't know that feels weird and then I think slowly over the years I kind of like referred back to it all the time and I realized oh sh- that's me you know yeah. like, and slowly discovering myself and kind of like re- witnessing my personal growth yeah I really enjoyed it, so like, now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell us your signs and, uh, first. My signs? Yeah, tell us okay. your signs. Uh, ooh, this gets really vulnerable. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I literally tell like everyone. I know, you tell everyone. <laughs> um, so, my sun is in Virgo, my moon is in Taurus, and my rising is Capricorn. So I'm like a full-on, full-package. Earth, Earth, Earth queen. Earth sign. But then I have um, my Mercury also is Virgo, um, my Venus is in Libra, mm-hmm. and my Mars is in Cancer. So all my soft sides are like kind of in the back, like yeah. kind of hidden. And uh, but I always believe that like we have sign like every sign in our chart. Anyways, it just depends on like how amplified it is and which houses like which areas of our lives. So I do feel like as I learn more about myself i find like a lot of other traits of myself that i like never knew existed like my super very like aquarius side yeah yeah (laughs) and uh yeah 
See, like, I feel like after I talked to you last time about, like, the houses and everything, yeah. for some reason, I kept thinking about my third house. Oh, yeah. And so third house is, like, your house of communication and perception mm. and stuff, right? Yeah. And mine is in Libra. So I was like, I realized how Libra I am in certain circumstances. Mm. Like I was listening to my podcast episodes and mm. I felt like the way I speak or the way I think can be very Libran. Mm. Like in the way I guess where I want to see like, or I want to hear all sides of things mm. and like make sure everything is in harmony. In harmony. It was so weird. And then I have, like, the deck. Like, I have this astrology deck, like yeah. an oracle card deck. Oh, nice. And then I pulled it, like, last week. And then I pulled the third house what? card. And then I was like, ah! <laughs> Shook it. Shook it. But, yeah. So that, awesome. Yeah, that happened. And we talked about your, like, uh, midheaven being in uh, Taurus. Taurus, yes. Which is, like, you know, Taurus rules the throat and the throat chakra yeah. and everything. So, like. You want to be using your voice a lot, right? And also, it's like self care. We talked about that, mm -hmm. and like uh, beauty and yeah, yeah, kind of things, right? So my mid heaven is actually in Ven uh, is a Libra. So my Venus actually sits in my mid heaven. Oh snap! Yeah, so your mid heaven <laughs> is like your career, your reputation, like kind of like what is it? Like your kind of not purpose in life, but oh, your More lifetime achievement. Yes, yes, that yes. One. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting because, so like Jacqueline said, I'm her lash tech. Yes. Like, so I didn't used to be, um, I guess, an artist <laughs> or like a creative. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work in the bank. And then I realized like this is something that I think I always wanted to do, but it was like, I felt like, oh, that's not me. You yeah. Know? Like Probably your Virgo yeah, side. Yeah, I'm like, I, 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 I like being a bank teller. <laughs> organization like management kind of stuff but then I realized like damn I think I really needed that outlet yeah and so like I just totally switched over like quit my bank job and then like started doing lashes in the salon and then after a while it was like kind of shitty it's kind of like what you went through right how like, yeah very like traumatizing work situations yes and yes. so when life gives you situations <laughs> you get what you want for a new opportunity <laughs> like your adapter yeah your that was I'm, I'm shook <laughs> like i can't even explain it's very like symbolic i feel like yeah it's like like i told you i'm like look at your bag look at yeah, it was look weird bag, that like, your time i know because i was like i'm positive i didn't bring it because yeah. i took apart my laptop and everything when i was packing up so i'm like positive <laughs> i didn't bring it but you kept telling me to look at my bag and then there i was like fine in there. I'll look at it. and then oh my god it was in there now you know, now you have another reason. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so anyways, about my heaven. So yes. yeah, it's very much like related to like beauty and like, um, yeah, that kind of thing. And like yeah. fashion and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Makeup, like stuff that I'm really interested in. So uh, yeah, heaven is very interesting. It is very yeah. interesting. Um, what else about it? You definitely find out like a lot about yourself through that yeah and i think like that heaven it's not something that you naturally kind of like put out there yeah like, consciously it's just kind of like your reputation how people see you and i think when we're younger so we're in our like late 20s tears um but i think in our early 20s we probably didn't see that side of yeah ourselves, right 
I don't know. We're taught and conditioned. Yeah, I feel like now that I think back, I think my Taurus midheaven was still like present when I was younger because I noticed like I really enjoy things like interior design mm-hmm. and I just like enjoy luxuries and yeah. like aesthetics and making things look nice. Get and then, bags. yeah, <laughs> and then like I guess my mom is like very not like that because she, I don't, but she's opposite. Yeah, she, she's like Scorpio. Yeah, she's like opposite of Taurus and like. I've just realized she doesn't really enjoy pleasures, like, for some reason, and, um, which is very unlike me, Mm -hmm. so I think because of her influence, it kind of, like, didn't encourage me to embrace my Taurus in heaven, but now that I'm older, like, I think I'm, like, rediscovering it again. And your dad's a Capricorn, right? Yeah, my dad's a Capricorn. That really is very interesting, because he's, like, an earth sign, and Taurus is earth yeah but the scorpio is opposite of course so they actually have a link and i always feel like sometimes things like they don't add up but then there's always a reason why yeah i can learn from those things. totally like i think i was oh yeah i was listening to your episodes before like um which are rebranding oh yeah yeah the first and you were one saying about how your taurus and heaven really like kind of affected you or like you're so much like that that you like work really really hard yeah and it's not just your verbal side i think it's um, the taurus too it's that too like it's yeah. being very like relentlessly like mm-hmm. working hard but thing with taurus is so my moon is in taurus yeah like, yeah when you work really hard you have to like really rest you have to so chill really hard, hard. <laughs> yeah but i can see how like i can relate to it in that sense where like it's hard for us to like take a break yeah like the verbal side is really like Yo, get your shit done, right? <laughs> Wake up, girl! <laughs> Don't sleep! <laughs> Sometimes I'm, like, so confused, like, which Earth sign is speaking to me yeah. right now? Like, they're all talking to me right now, and then, yeah. like, my Mars and Cancer just wants to crawl back into yeah. bed. No, that's my Pisces. Like, my Pisces sun <laughs> is, like, I just want to chill. Like, I just yeah. want to sleep, and then in the morning, my Virgo's like, Don't sleep in! <laughs> it's so annoying. You mentioned that you were, like, super extremist, right? Yeah, very extremist. So, what I think... It's like it might be because you, you're you're Pisces and Virgo polarity. Yeah, it's like opposite in like so many ways, right? Like your sun versus your moon, and your sun versus your ascendant. Yeah, like, I'm guessing you're bo- born on a full moon. Oh, maybe. Well, because yeah. mine was the really it was like really um, close to the what's it called the <laughs> the degree. <laughs> yeah. So basically. Um, if your sun sign and your moon sign are opposites, right? You're pretty much born on a full moon or like right before, or right after. Okay. Because if you think about it, like the moon is in Pisces. Oh and yeah. It's across like opposite. That's why the moon is like fullest. Yeah. There. So, yeah. Like, Virgo, right? So when people have that polarity, they actually like face a lot of like extremist kind of like situations, mm-hmm. or maybe that's how they feel on the inside. Yeah. That also has Pisces sun and Virgo moon. Yeah. And I even see that struggle so hard. <laughs> So like he would be like super trying to like be di- like precise about something yeah. and super super picky very about Virgo. something very like critical and then on the other end like he doesn't like follow through with it I'm like why are you like being oh, so nitpicky and then so like annoying. you don't know how to explain it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just doing that yeah right? and then he feels so like like internal battle internal battle exactly <laughs> oh my god that's like so crazy and i i see that like um with my parents relationship now i think i understand why they were attracted to each other because mm. my mom is a scorpio but she has a capricorn venus yeah. 
And my dad is a Capricorn sun, but he has a Scorpio Venus. Oh, perfect. So it's match. literally like yeah. like match there. Yeah. So I get that because yeah. like my Venus is in Libra, and damn, like everyone that, that I like fall for my ex was a Libra. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Just at one point, like literally all my friends were Libras. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but like. I guess that phase also has passed for me and I yeah. learned a lot about myself and like things kind of like change when you change yeah right? and like you attract different energies around you yeah I feel <laughs> like before like you might attract the negative sides of those signs mm. but then like once we're more developed then we attract like the yeah. positive side of those signs that's true I think like based on what you said like I used to be like super love addicted, you okay. know, and like just really like in love with being in love. But I think yeah, like yeah. after my last like long ass relationship, yeah. and I really learned a lot, and then I thought like, kind of like, got my like Virgo self back, like yeah, got yeah. my regular self back, and was like, no, I'm self sufficient, like I'm not codependent, like I'm romantic, <laughs> but I'm like hella practical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I came back, you know, like yeah. you were saying. What were you Saying so you're like, oh, I'm still shining from that post breakup glow. Yeah, yeah, the post breakup glow was real, man. Real, so real. So real. Like, I don't even know what Like, I feel it. Like, I can physically feel it. Yeah. But okay, oh, so I was talking to you about the emotion code. Yeah. I kind of already talked about it in like a previous episode, but yeah. basically, just to re summarize, I guess, the emotion code is a method where you ask your subconscious certain questions and then you answer them, like you do muscle tests on your body. Um, and then once you figure out what the trapped emotion is, you just release it using a magnet. It's like very, very interesting. But so I was reading the book and then I released a bunch of emotions. And surprisingly, like last week, when I was thinking about my ex, I actually felt compassion. More, yes. Yeah, like more like, it's so weird because like, Honestly, I, I know I have so yeah. much resentment and anger mm. about that relationship because it was like a 13-year relationship. Yeah. And I know that I don't want to hang on to that anger forever because it's only hurting me. Yeah. So I've been, you know, I've been telling you, I've been trying to forgive yeah. and whatever, whatever. And I feel like doing the emotion code, it was so weird that I... And I allowed, I tried to like allow myself to feel it more yeah. because before I would want to like, be angry at him like yeah. I would want to remember him as this evil person mm. but I'm like that's not good for me you know mm -hmm. and then so I'm like okay I'm gonna allow myself to like feel this compassion mm. and just like know that there were also good times like I still yeah. think he was like not a good person you know right <laughs> like I don't want to be with him yeah. but it's more like I don't have to think of him as an evil person mm. and I almost felt like I was like, oh, like if he knew about the emotion code, yeah. it would be so helpful for him. But it's like, I, I don't want to be that person to tell him I'm not going to do that. But it's just like I had that thought and it was almost like I could remember the good times and I was kind of grieving over it. And it was just like I'm so proud of you. I know. <laughs> Thank you. You made it like all the way here, you know? Like, yeah. It has happened. But I totally understand what, how you feel like because that's what I kind of like let go of when yeah. I broke up with my ex, which was like like half a year. Oh, it was like December. You broke up in December. Yeah. Cause like yeah, I broke you up remember? in. I well, I know I broke up in September. Oh yeah, yeah. So I feel like yours was very yeah. soon after. Um, like for me, I actually like I felt all of those feelings like before I broke up with them. Like the compassion. 
Yeah. Oh wow. All of those things because I let go. I started grieving our relationship a while ago because I think I wanted to break up for a while already. And yes. Yeah. Like the me in there that was holding on to my own narrative, like my own ego, was telling me like. Um, like I think because it's based on my parents' relationship, like they were together for like thirty something years, and yeah. it was very toxic actually. But then I think they, for them, it was just like my mom used to always say like, oh, you know, like it's okay, just forgive him kind of thing. And then in retrospect, I'm like, why? Those are terrible things, mom. <laughs> I'm like, why would you tell me to like? Why you would know? you deal with but it? But then when I realized later on that like she probably wasn't like well equipped equipped enough to like yeah. understand like what is really a toxic relationship, right? But. I think like I just started to listen to myself and like yeah. have faith in my own intuitions, and I really started doing a lot of like growing and like healing while I'm still in the relationship. Yeah, I tried to. It's kind of like you know you're saying you wish that he knew about emotion code. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe things would be different, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did present that to him a lot and try to like work on it together. Yeah. But I think he really didn't want to, mm-hmm. and you can't force someone to grow with you. So. Towards the end, like that's the reason why I broke up was like couldn't grow with this person anymore, right? And I felt a lot of compassion for him. Even now, like every day, I still wish him the best. Like, yeah. I really I don't think about him. Like, that's I good. I didn't think about him for like for like a day at all. Like, yeah, I, I feel like that's there, good. I felt like I just like let go of a lot of things, and I feel like a lot of love and compassion for him. Like I would, I really hope he's doing well. Yeah. And like I send him my like best wishes a lot yeah like i'm not gonna choose to be in your life to totally like, do that job for you because it's a personal journey right yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like yeah i'm still i like i feel like i'm better now but i still feel like there's definitely like anger and resentment yeah. i have to release more, more so like i feel that towards his mom for oh. me because i think i'm still like more angry at his mom yeah than him right now mm. in this time because I don't know, it was just, like, so difficult. It takes a lot of time. Like, I mean, it was 13 years. Yeah. I read somewhere someone was, like, for as long as you've been in a relationship, you, could, you should be single oh. for oh. Double, <laughs> double that no. time, Jacqueline. So, see you in no. 26 years. No. <laughs> but then, no, I can't. Let's revisit this in 26 years. Oh, my years. God. But, okay, like, that's just ridiculous. I know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I know I'm still healing. And another thing I learned... <laughs> I think it was when I was reading the book, The Universe Has Your Back. Yes. Have you heard, Have you read it? You told me about okay, it. Okay, okay. But yeah. so one thing in the, that book, it says, like, what you judge in other people mm-hmm. is what you judge in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, what you love in other people is what yeah. you love in yourself. So then I think about that a lot because I, I'm, like, you know, I'm so angry at his mom still about certain things. And I feel like those are the things that I'm judging in myself. Yeah. That's why it's so triggering. Like, yeah. I think some things, like... His mom is, like, a very workaholic, yeah. too. So I think that's a reflection of how I see myself because I know, like, I have workaholic tendencies yeah. and, like, just, like, super hard on myself. And I think it's because I see that in her. Yeah. That's why I'm so triggered by mm. those things. And, like, I feel like she has a very, like, perfectionist mindset, like, mm. very high standard. Like, she, she always wants, like, the best for her sons mm. and whatever. But it's almost, like too critical yeah and i think it's just like showing me like the extreme side and i'm like i i don't want to be that it's almost like i'm dreading like i'm fearing that so then i'm pushing it away because Mm. i don't want to become that it's part of yourself that you have to face yeah i think about like 
how did our relationship come to be in the first place? Like, what, what made us so attracted to each other? If you really think about it, it's like everything is linked. Yeah, everything is linked, and yeah, like I still feel you on that one. But in terms of a, like compassion, I think like it all goes back to self love and gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the first step. I think like once you find the self love and like compassion for yourself and able to forgive yourself and not feel guilty anymore, then you won't be able to find that in someone else. Yeah. You know, like, because then you would think, like, if that were me, like, would I be able to forgive myself? And most people don't, so they hang on to that forever, right? Mm-hmm. And then once they, like, see someone else doing it, they think, like, well, I kind of, like, I did that, and it's wrong, and so bad, bad, bad. So yeah. what you're doing is bad, bad, bad. Really, when you, you can just kind of, like, look back and think, honestly, like, I didn't know any better. Mm. You live and you learn, right? Yeah. And like, look at me now, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always make this analogy. Basically, like, you know, when you're in college, you don't look back to like when you're in elementary mm-hmm. and think like, oh my god, I couldn't do math. Like, I couldn't even do division. Like, <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm. I was so dumb. But like, you weren't. You were just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. And like, you might be in a relationship. You were just a baby before True. too, right? Like can't blame yourself that is so true same with like our parents right that's like a huge thing to kind of like be conscious about in our lifetime right and a lot of people they don't get to that point so you were telling me about how like you've been doing a lot of healing with your mom yeah and just like having these conversations like i'm so happy for you (laughs) i feel like i'm a lot yeah i'm a lot more open with my mom now and i feel like it's like literally a 180 change because When we're younger, it would be like screaming like yeah. World War Three in the household, and I like can imagine that <laughs> in an Asian household. And then I'm just like so different. I think that's my Aquarius side too. Yeah. Like I'm so rebellious, and yeah. like when someone tells me I can't do something, the more right. I want to do it. And I feel like my mom didn't understand that. My mom is like, oh my god. <laughs> That happens to me all the the time. But um, my mom is so... She's very disciplined. I'm trying to guess what her rising is. I don't really know. I guess that she's a Virgo rising. But if she's a Scorpio and Venus in Capricorn, that already is super disciplined. And very relentless. Yeah, she's very... Yeah, and I think... Perseverance. Yeah, she doesn't allow herself to feel I feel like sometimes like she doesn't get it when like before I was a personal trainer and I was trying to explain to her you know some clients they're a bit more difficult because they have a lot of mental issues and that's what like leads to their overeating or whatever and she kind of doesn't get that like she's like because she's never overeaten ever in her life and then I'm like mom not everyone is like you you know like you need to like have a bit more empathy Because, like, Mm. you know, people have a lot of issues and they just, like, it manifests in different ways. Yeah. Yeah, But, But, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But (laughs) that's my mom. And nowadays, I feel like I'm, I'm able to, I guess... Before, I used to take her words as, like, oh, yeah. very black and white and, like, yes or no. Like, if she says something to me. She's your mom, right? Yeah, she's very sharp, right? Like, yeah. a Scorpio is very, very sharp with their yeah. words and direct. And I feel like now, when she says something, I take it more as, like, a suggestion yeah. instead of, like, you have to do this. Yeah. And she's even explained that to me. Like, she said, when I say something, it's a suggestion. It's not yeah. like you have to do it. But because of her tone and the way she says it, like, yeah. I... I think it's like, oh, you have to do this. Yeah. But 
now that I've realized that, I feel like I can have more back and forth dialogue with her because yeah. then I'll like ask her like, why do you think this way? And then I'll kind of be like, no, well I think this way, you know. Yeah. And it's it's more like a conversation instead of me like taking orders from yeah. her. Yeah, I think like as you grow up, like we kind of we have more faith in ourselves, right, and who we are as a person. And I think for you, you're like very mutable. So, so mutable, super. Especially Pisces, like they're like boundaryless. Right? Yeah, and they would just like kind of devote themselves to others, and like Virgo so much like that too, right? And if you're like insecure, maybe when you're younger, right, you always listen to advice. Totally. Right, but I think that's with everyone. Yeah, right? of course. But like as we get older, we really start to have faith in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can relate to that story because my mom, like. I think I was in such a long relationship because my mom wanted grandkids. Oh my god, yeah, and then, yeah. Like, I don't think she explicitly said that, but yeah. I think growing up I knew she always wanted grandkids, but like, I, I'm the youngest of three, and like, my brother, he's like eight years older than me, and uh-huh. my sister's four years. So then like, it shouldn't be me first, right? Yeah. But then they're not married or anything, so I was like, okay, it's on me now, right? <laughs> and I, and I, growing up, I like, never had a problem with like, being a mom, like that's all I've been wanting to be. Yeah, so cancer bars. Like, yeah, I think it's because like I saw my mom, right? But then I think how I was able to let go of my relationship and like do things with my mom was also like thinking about that, like was that even really what I want, right? And I think I learned so much about myself after that relationship and just really like think about maybe I don't even want to do that. Like I just want to be a mom to mm-hmm. like my business. My mom to like mochi my cat. Yeah. Like I want to be a mom to something. Yeah, but, like yeah. not necessarily kids, and there's no hurry. Yeah, right? I like that's such a cancer like Mars, Mars thinking, like very nurturing. I feel but, like Capricorn rising is like out there. Yeah, doing my business. So I feel like yeah, like I I feel like I'm like a mom, a mother yeah. a lot of times, like to my friends, but like also very much to my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can relate to like the what you said about your mom so much because I felt like why I stayed in my relationship yes. was because my mom wanted us to get married. Yeah. I was engaged and like I felt like she just kept pushing the You're marriage the thing. Child too, I am right? an only child. But also I think she didn't realize that I was unhappy, but mm. I also didn't communicate it because I kept it all in yeah. and she had no idea that I was unhappy. So yeah. I can't blame her for that. Yeah. But I think now, cause I've realized how she is as a person. Like she doesn't, my mom is very fixed. Yeah. So she's not mutable like yeah. at all really pretty much. Because if someone tells her like, for example, a sh- an example is if she's shopping. Yeah and she likes an item or if she doesn't like an item and then i tell her it looks nice even if she doesn't like it she won't buy it because i tell her it looks nice yeah if she doesn't like it yeah but for me if if like because i'm so mutable Mm -hmm. if someone tells me if my mom says oh this is nice like why don't you try it on and then i'll be like pressure to buy it even though I don't like it I think Mm. I'm a lot better at it now that I'm older Mm. but when I was younger I was like that a lot and I feel like that happened a lot in my previous relationship too so easily influenced I feel like my ex I think he was also very fixed yeah as well so he like every time he said something I would just accept it like I would just like be influenced and then say yes to it even though it wasn't really what I liked and I think that was what was so unhealthy about it but it was also my own issue too like I can't blame that all on him 
like I think you see the mirror there. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you see like the pattern there, yeah. right? And like you broke free of it. You break free of things as soon as you become conscious of them, right? And like mm-hmm. a lot of this, like you were saying, is like is your your own fault too. Right? Yeah, like, totally. On your end too, because I always believe like in toxic relationship, it's not just one person. Mm-hmm. Like you have to participate in there yeah. to be the other part, right? And like until you realize like why you continuously to like choose these kind of relationships and like what is stemming, you know, where is it stemming from? Yeah. You're always gonna like go back to that. Right? Yeah, I feel like it was like mirroring my relationship with my parents when I was younger. Yeah. Like I see that a lot in my previous relationship. Yeah. And yeah, like I don't know, it was like I just had an awakening. I guess exactly. this is maybe it was this it was the Saturn return. Like when I you think, have your spiritual awakening, yeah. it's like everything feels different. You just don't like you protect yourself and you don't allow things yeah. into your life, right? And I think a huge part of that, like Saturn return, yeah. really like fucked me up. Yeah, <laughs> actually no, I've been having like the best time of my life in my entire lifetime. Yeah. I'm like tw- turning twenty. Eight this year, yeah, and like the last eight months have seriously been like the best time of my entire life. I feel you, yeah. But um, I think the biggest thing was really like kind of letting my ego dissolve. Mm-hmm. All these things I would hold on to, right? Like all the like resentment and the guilt and the anger and everything. It's all our ego, kind of like telling us like this is supposed to be this certain way. Yeah, and very black and white, right? And like it keeps telling you these stories, like. Some people, you know, they say like, oh, I can never find a nice guy. Like, stop affirming that for yourself. I know, I know. Stop making these ego stories like a real thing when, like, sometimes clients tell me about these things and I'm just like, okay, okay, hold up. Like, who told you that? Yeah. Well, I just feel like, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever. Like, who told you that? Yeah. Am I telling you that? Who's telling you? They're like, I guess me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your ego telling you that. As soon as you become conscious of it, like, it's ineffective right i feel like that's so (laughs) true and i think for me i feel like why i was able to like enjoy dating so much Mm. after the long-term relationship was because i had such fresh eyes and i wasn't like i wasn't so focused on like i must find my significant other or whatever i was just like dating for fun and then I feel like I ended up finding my the boyfriend, like my dream man <laughs> right now, so quickly because I didn't have that like negative perception like, oh, I'll never find a man. Like I wasn't even thinking about yeah. that at all. That's when it comes. Like, yeah. As soon as you make room, right, like you like all, all that shit, like you make room, then like, and you allow it to come in, like the universe got your back right like it's like i always think like universe is like winking at me yeah every time like a blessing or a miracle happens like it's every day literally i'm just like stop winking at me universe (laughs) i know i see you girl okay thank you right and i see my angels i'm like thanks angels like yeah being so chill you know i totally yeah i I honestly feel like everything happens in the right timing like another thing so with my work the whole YouTube channel, like, I've been kind of uh, hard on myself because I haven't started my own show yet at work. So everyone at my workplace is allowed to start their own YouTube show. And I had, like, a previous meeting with my boss, like, discussing ideas that I had already. Mm -hmm. But I just, 
I don't know, it just didn't feel like the right timing. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, okay, I need to stop being so hard on myself about this. Mm -hmm. Everything will happen mm -hmm. when it will happen, and I will know when it's like the time to start. Yeah. And, you know, with my health and everything, it hasn't been very good. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really feel up to it. Like, I didn't yeah. want to start something if I couldn't put my whole energy in it. And then last week we had a meeting and one of the CEOs, so yeah. there's a co-CEO, this lady, she suggested that we need more feminine content Woo! on our channel because yes. everything is still very like nerd based, like it's very gaming, like comic books, like very like masculine. Yeah. So she wanted more feminine content and was like, you guys, like we should do this. So then my boss yeah. suggested, oh, like, you know, Jacqueline had an idea that we discussed before. I wanted to have this like fashion themed kind of challenge show. So he was like, let's talk about that this week. So I literally had a meeting with him yesterday mm -hmm. about it. And then usually you have to pitch your show yeah. and the senior management will kind of go through it. But he's like, because he's senior management yeah. and the co-CEO already wanted a more female show. He's like, yeah. this is basically approved already, but we just need to go through the steps. And then I was like, I know this is like a sign that it's start it's time to start now because like I'm starting to feel I'm better. Clapping. Yeah, I'm starting to <laughs> I'm feel just better. Clapping the whole time. Go on. And then, um, and then he said that they're actually gonna cut off the pitches for a yeah. while because they have enough shows. Yeah. So it's like the perfect timing because yeah. I can like slip in just before they cut off, you know, Ooh, like kinda yes. like the deadline for a little bit. Yeah. So I just feel like that's how the universe works, it you always, know? Everything feels like it falls in your place because you have faith, right? Like, you really, like, you knew that it was going to happen and it just came. Like, yeah. Like, when you allowed it to come, like, whenever you needed to. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, as soon as you let go of control, it just comes. <sighs> and I would think, like, you know, if your house is super messy, like, you cannot buy new things, you can't, like, bring in new furniture until you, like, declutter all that crap and go Marie Kondo on it, you know? <laughs> like, you really... Yeah. Like... It doesn't make sense, right? But I think as soon as you like let go, let's come. I know, like, and I'm trying to do that about my health yeah. too. You know, like I've told you, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying mm -hmm. to let go of the timeline expectation, mm -hmm. and I feel like as I do that more, like how I discover the emotion code, and like yeah. I'm honestly feeling a lot better than I did like in February, like five, yeah. like five plus months ago. Yeah. So I think like that's still a process, but. Yeah, baby steps, right? Yeah, you've got this. <laughs> totally. And I think um, especially with like your health, like it kind of is a ripple effect, right? Because if you're so stressed about it, you're never gonna get better. Like, yeah, you just kind of let go of that stress. Like at the moment, you can at least like, hmm, okay, what can I do to feel better? Like actually, I feel better this moment already. <laughs> and I think that's the hardest thing, like. How do okay maybe what is your tip on letting go of control because like I feel like for me sometimes it's like I want to let go but it's like my mind won't do it mm -hmm. you know maybe it's like my verb you're acting is. like the most <laughs> control but like how because I want to know how yeah, you do okay. it because I I think I still am very much like that but I think what I have chosen to focus on is like things I can actually have control over mm -hmm. like. You know, things like, um, I think I worry a lot about relationships and second thing would be like maybe like my business or like money and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But things like, let's say people, right? You can't kind of like pre-draft the whole like conversation, like how I'm going to talk to this person, they're going to react a certain way, like plan A, B, C kind of thing. It's not going to happen. And like, 
you just have to let it flow, right? And mm -hmm. if you think too much of like, you're gonna go in there with that energy, and they're gonna feel that, and it's just gonna, you're gonna manifest all that, and it's gonna come out in that way. So I feel like I kind of choose my battles, basically, because okay. I accept. I think first I was accepting and seeing and like watching myself being like trying to take control of things, and just kind of. It's like meditating, right? And you watch yourself and you, you watch these emotions, these things happening, and you, and you see yourself doing it. And I just ask myself, like, is it even worth my time right now to, like, do this? Like, will I still have the same answer later on? Like, if I were to, like, stress about it now, right? <laughs> yeah. And if I can't find an answer now, like, maybe I'll just go take a walk or something like that. I know, it's so hard. Yeah. I think, I know, because you're, like, the earth sign queen and like I feel like my Virgo <laughs> yeah like what you said about thinking of all the possible outcomes I feel like I do that a lot yeah. like I think I do it less now but before I'd be like if I had to have a tough conversation I was like they're gonna respond this way yeah. whatever and I think that's also my intuitive Pisces it's yeah. like I know they're gonna respond like this and or like but what if they respond like but this that's the thing though like if you trust your intuitions then you can let go of that yeah and for me, that's like the hardest <laughs> shit ever like Trust what? What are you talking about? These are the facts right here. <laughs> this how it's gonna go. But you know, like unexpected unexpected things happen all the time. Yeah. Like, you, like you really all you can do is just prepare yourself for when that happens, right? Totally. I used to be super anxious, super depressed, and I think like I don't know why like, in the last eight months I've just like been this like super positive, happy person. Like I was telling you earlier, like yeah. I couldn't even cry <laughs> because like everything has been so great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like it comes joy. Yeah, like I feel like it comes some sometimes unexpectedly because I felt like that too I was so happy but I was like I know I have some past traumas and stuff to release and then when I had the UTI actually I like cried so much because I think it was like so emotional for me for some reason yeah. like all my emotions were coming out probably because I was sensitive and just yeah. like in a vulner vulnerable position so I feel like at that time I was like crying to my boyfriend yeah. so much because I just as a Pisces, like, I need a lot of reassurance sometimes. Well, release that too. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I've learned to really communicate in my relationship Aww. now because I'm like, he can't read my mind. Yeah. So I think I realized this, like, earlier on because I would, I would feel very insecure about mm -hmm. things or I still have, like, past traumas from my previous relationship and then I was just scared. Like, I was yeah. scared that uh, even, like, to share with him my creations like I was yeah. scared to show him my YouTube channel because yeah. I felt like I didn't want him to be critical of it because my ex was so critical yeah. but then after I showed him and then, I, and then he was so supportive and then I just mentioned my fear to him yeah. and then he was like oh like he's never felt that way before yeah. so by me thinking like that it was like me projecting that yeah. on him like because he's a completely different person than my ex yeah. I shouldn't expect him to be the same so by me communicating it to him mm -hmm. he realized and then now he knows like I need reassurance sometimes mm -hmm. so it kind of encourages me to heal yeah like I think right there you like let you saw your ego story like your ego is always trying to protect you right so it's like well, don't tell people don't be vulnerable yeah don't tell people because you got her before so this is what happened before right so like you keep repeating that to yourself but like again who's telling you this who is telling you this? Like, it's just living in your own head, right? Yeah. And I think, like, being able to kind of take a step outside and think, yeah, this is, like, a different person. And if this person makes you feel safe, like, don't fight it, right? I'm, like, currently kind of going through this, right? Like, trying really hard, but, like, I keep thinking about it. 
and then going back and forth and then realizing you know what, i just i just need to let it go yeah and just let it happen if it happens right and like stop thinking like i, I need to control this side of me i don't want to like be super vulnerable like that that's my capricorn <laughs> and my mars mars and cancer like fighting with each other yeah, yeah. so hard but yeah i think like it's really great that we can be there for you and it's really give you the comfort that you really need yeah um, i'm shook like i still feel like i knew your ex right yeah like they're i don't actually i haven't met your boyfriend oh yeah you haven't met him but you've heard a lot about him and like yeah they're totally different (laughs) they're literally opposites totally different he's a leo and my ex was an aquarius literal opposites but i think also it's like you're kind of you're ready for this yeah so like you're able to accept this yeah you weren't just be like no like i'm gonna shy away from you because like you're obviously gonna hurt me kind of thing yeah these kind of dumbass ego stories (laughs) and i think like i forget i think i was listening to another podcast or something and someone was saying like it's okay to be healing in like a new relationship like still yeah yeah, like i feel like that's me right now because i was a little bit surprised like i was like how come the universe has presented me like with oh, my dream man, my dream relationship, when I don't feel like I'm completely whole yeah. yet? But I think like that's an interesting thing because I think the universe is saying it's okay because I'm open to healing yeah. and he's actually helping me and like encouraging me to be better. So it's like a very you about like the Chiron, yeah, right? like in between, yeah, the Chiron thing. Yeah, I think that's so true because actually, like in my work, like I have a lot of clients and like we talk about this stuff a lot and. I see, actually at this moment too, like there's a lot of clients going through the same things, like they kind of had like a bad relationship before and then they're trying to go into a new one and then all of these blockages are like holding them back and it's really just like blockages that we are holding up our, ourselves and I, I think I told you too, like I saw this quote and it was like, you're not afraid of new love, you're afraid of old pain. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I feel that, I feel that shit. Damn, right? Yeah. Like, that just opened my eyes. I was like, it's in such simple words, but I never thought about it like that. But, like, I really think, like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It really is. Like, as soon as you see that, like, it's, you can't unsee these things. It's like, as soon as you become, like, woke, you can't be, like, unwoke. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you see yourself for who you are, you can't unsee that shit. Like, yeah. I think some people do, and they choose to live their lives like that mm-hmm. forever like it doesn't mean they're a good person or a bad person but like they're just not ready for that yeah stuff, right and because yeah. i'm surprised that i guess because you know like after my relationship with my ex i was pretty much like over that in like a day yeah. and then i was dating again and then i met this other guy yeah. like this uh, trauma bond yeah. guy and it was a very deep connection and then it was totally blindsided me and i was so heartbroken but I don't know what it was like I feel like I met Sean like my current boyfriend like just a month after that yeah. so I thought that was very interesting because I was so heartbroken but maybe I just had like a little bit of faith yeah that, like I could keep going like it was such a yeah. tiny amount and even though I had that I just like kept dating and whatever and then suddenly my dream man came so I just thought like that timing yeah. is so so weird I almost like I don't want to say things like that's what you needed. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, like, life gives, gives us lessons, and it's what we needed. Like, even if it's really harsh, like, bitch, wake up. <laughs> I think, well, like, it's telling you that, like, yeah. I think 
because you were telling me about that relationship while I was going through it and I thought like oh it was really great but then you were telling me more about it and I, and I saw all those things coming I feel like wow he really mirrored you totally mirrored right? we talked about that a lot and I think like it showed you who you are yeah it showed you like because I remember there were like you're both really emotional types right it's very think, he like, was a cancer yeah and you were able to like let all of that out and I think if you did not make that space, like Sean would not have been able to fit into your True. life, right? Imagine now, okay, if you never met that cancer. Yeah. And you just straight up met Sean. Yeah, it would be different. Like, I feel like you would be more reserved with your emotions. Very. You'd be more careful with them. Like, you won't be able to be so vulnerable. And I think last time when you were here, I talked to you and I was like, you're super inspiring with like your vulnerability mm. and like just to clearly convey that and like put that out there. Like, damn. <laughs> That's really hard, right? Because, yeah. like, you're not just confronting yourself, but, like, you're letting the world see you mm. do that. And we are always, like, you know when you look back at photos from, like, 2001, and you're, like, what the fuck? <laughs> My eyebrows? <laughs> it's, like, that moment, but you're, like, doing it, like, oh, out God. there, like, with your whole, yeah. like, insides so showing that. So I think that's truly very inspiring and, Thank like, you. it's very rare. Um, and I know you were saying, like, you you kind of do, like, your podcast and, like, YouTube and stuff, like, as kind of your diary. Yeah. Like, it shows how much you want to grow and you want to see your personal growth. Like, it's kind of like you want to see those old mm-hmm. Facebook pictures from 2001. Like, it kind of gives you, like, a good feeling to yeah. see it glow up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, Sean really... I'll forever remember that moment. Like, like, it was, like, a few months ago and then I was feeling really, like down about my whole YouTube stuff like yeah. I didn't know the direction I wanted to do and I think I kept searching for other people's approval and mm. I kept wanting to do it uh, for other people like I was like what are like what is my audience gonna enjoy instead of like doing it for myself yeah. and then I was telling Sean about that and then he was like don't do it for anyone yeah. else like that's literally all he said and I like sobbed <laughs> like I was like crying because <laughs> like I feel like I'm like so emotional even now like because like he gets it yeah he- gets it and like at that moment your heart is like you get like chills yeah because I feel like no one has ever really said that to me even though it should have been something that I knew like in the back of my head but it's like no one really said it to me I think what it is is like we constantly we we know these things like you know when you have a teacher or whatever like they're really just a messenger telling you things that like you already knew but like your spirit hasn't like woken up to like see that like Again, bitch, wake up. <laughs> yeah. I actually never thought, now that you say, like, if I didn't meet the cancer boy before Sean, I would be different. And I think that's very true. Like, mm-hmm. I think if I didn't meet him, I wouldn't know how much capacity I have mm-hmm. for, like, care and love. Yeah. Because I feel like with my ex, like, I kind of suppressed a lot of that because I didn't want to show it because he wasn't very receptive and it was just, yeah. you know, toxic. But after I met the cancer and I was like, wow, like he's like bringing out all this like care and love out of me. I was like, I do have the capacity for this. Yeah. Very Leo themed and Chiron and Leo themed like we talked about last time. And I, I get what you're saying because like I can relate right now. But I'll tell you that more later. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> deets, deets, deets. But, but I think like, like with the Chiron, right? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. It's like your uh, wounds, right? Your, like, inner wounds that, like... Chiron is basically the wounded healer. Yes. Like, all the wounds that you can't heal for yourself, but you can heal for someone else, which is 
kind of shitty. But, um, like, your crown is in Leo. Yes. Same with mine. And the thing with that is, like, mm, prob- struggles with, like, being seen and, like, having attention on you, but also, like, not wanting it and also, like, not knowing, how, like, how to feel self-love. That's, like, mm-hmm. a huge thing, right? And also, I think, like, um, having to, like, get validation from other people. But we were saying about how the boyfriend, like, he is a Leo himself and, like, I think him just saying something so simple, like, just do it for yourself. Like, to him, is like, completely natural. Like, Because he's a Leo. Yeah, like, what, right? Like, what are you thinking about, right? And for you, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And I always believe, like, people come into your lives for a reason. Like, yes. even if it's just a friend or, like, a client or something, like, sometimes you just feel like, whoa, have I met you somewhere? Or, like, why did you come here in my life, right? It's like a mirror. Yeah. And sometimes. I really feel that so strongly. And great <laughs> yeah so um i'm still exploring about the power of myself too i don't really know like too too much about it but definitely i think like i see that a little bit in my work and like um, how i want to help people feel joy and like feel loved and everything so it was something that like i never kind of had in my own life yeah but i always think like that kind of like if you came from something like that that makes you like stronger and like understand it a lot more and have more compassion about it yeah. <laughs> yeah i think after i found out about the leo chiron i see it so much like i i think it's sometimes it's like a mix of the leo chiron and the mix of the virgo moon virgo rising mm-hmm. like not being able to be myself and kind of like it makes the whole you right yeah Every part of you like makes the whole you just like shying away yeah. from it's so it's such a contradiction because i feel like i don't mind having attention on me like i like being the center of attention but at the same time Aries. yeah like i'm very scared of it too mars and aquarius, mars and aquarius. Like, i did see a mars and aquarius a lot i think maybe you don't i don't know maybe if you don't see it as much but like you don't mention it as much yeah as like, but i see it a lot actually yeah. yeah and i think like part of that might be the struggle because like the things you want to be doing like it's not so much about like your attention right like Aquarius is not so much about that but like for the humanity for others and Mm -hmm. everybody like kind of thing but um it's something that we have to work on I guess yeah like for me I have so much trouble being like seen or like heard like I feel like when I go out I don't want to be looked at yeah you know but then also like yeah look at me so that's an aquarius thing or well, like i think that might be the camera but i think for me i'm just like really verbal like that i feel uh, really insecure but then that libra that the libra ho yeah yeah libra. she like she wants to be looked at yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get it i get it but then don't, but then don't. <laughs> where do you where do you see my aquarius mars i'm so curious i feel like you um Hmm. Well, okay. One thing is like I get along with like Aquariuses, yes, like so much. Like I have so many Aquarius friends, and in fact, like most of my friends are either Libra or Aquarius. Like I don't get along with Earth signs as much, <laughs> and water signs I get along with. Okay. Right? So I think your Aquarius sign is very like you're very free, but then I also see that like blended in with like your Pisces side, right? Um, but in terms of like. Your Mars, I think we saw that last time. It sits in your sixth house, which is yes. health and like work and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's where it shows. So it, like, almost really like it amplifies your like Virgo ness that you see 
Yeah. Right? But I've never seen you, like, at work, but then this is all kind of, like, your work, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think you, you kind of, like, are interested in many different things. And you have, like, a very progressive attitude, I think. Like, you're not very traditional. You no. Know? You're very willing to try new things, right? And if someone, like, kind of, like, recommends something, you definitely go and try it out, especially for health. Yeah. Like, you're trying all these, like, acupuncture, all this, like, Yeah, like, everything. Things. Yeah. For me, like, okay, let me put this in, okay, in a comparison to my Mars yes. and Cancer. So Mars and Cancer are, like, super, like, timid and scared. They just want to, like, their Mars is their drive, right? But they just want to stay in bed. So, like, they don't want to really take action because they're very scared, mm -hmm. right? And I think, like, for me, when I, before I decide something, I take a long-ass time. I can think about it a lot, like with new experiences and like new people, new friendships, new relationships and stuff. But I feel like for you, you're like very chill. Chill uh, is yeah. the main keyword for Aquarius. Like you're very willing to like try different things, and I do see that. Mm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, I feel like I prefer to like do it and then make a mistake and yeah. then learn from it instead of like thinking about it beforehand. Mm -hmm. I think that's how I learn best. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's probably why me and my mom also butt heads because she has a Mars in Cancer. Really? She has a Mars oh, in Cancer yeah. and I feel like, and because she's so protective, like as a yeah. Scorpio Cancer, she will always want to protect me from making the mistake. So she'll like kind of tell me ahead of time. Mm -hmm. But then as maybe as the Mars Aquarius, I'm like, I need to make the mistake mm -hmm. or else I won't understand it. Like if... Just because you tell me a certain way, I don't believe you because I haven't been through it myself. Mm. So maybe that's kind of how it comes mm. out. I, I think like Mars like also is like when you're angry or upset yes. kind of thing. Right? Like for me definitely like when I'm upset or really angry, like I'm in my feels, like so deep in my feels. But I think normally people don't see that about me. So they, mm. they get kind of like surprised. I don't really show that side like very hidden like very like a crab right? yeah but I definitely get like too emotional you know like when you're in a disagreement you don't want to be emotional right you want to be like talking through things and I think that's something that occurs Mars and Aquarius is very good at like I've had several Mars and Aquarius friends like a sister and my brother oh both of them yeah I feel like I just I know I know way too many Aquarius in my life but anyways like it teaches me a lot right because I always feel like Normally, I'm a very, like, logical person, very, like, practical, but as soon as, like, my emotions are hit or, you know, I get angry, like, I'm just, like, a sobbing mess. I think I see, okay, now that I think back to when my mom and I used to have arguments when I was younger, or even me and my ex, like, I think in the beginning, I'm very Pisces, like, at the beginning mm. of the arguments, so I'm very emotional, crying, very frustrated. Yeah. But then if I, if it's a long argument, then I start becoming more Aquarius and, and I kind of, yeah, them. like I detach my emotions yeah. and then I'm a lot more like, let's look at this logically or yeah. like from like a, like a rational point yeah. of view. And I think that's why me and my mom were, it was so difficult for, for us to communicate because she was so emotional, so yeah. irrational, like I guess the Mars and Cancer. Yeah very rational and then I'm like okay let's take a step back yeah. I'm trying to reason with you and like it would just never go through it's interesting yeah but actually like yeah I think like with Mars and Aquarius like they just want to take a step back and I think I've definitely seen that in you where like you just need like be off the grid 
for a little bit. Yeah. And I think paired with that Pisces, like, you're not off the grid, you're, like, in the bathtub or on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I am. Most yeah, of the time. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> for me, I'm just, like, in my feels, wherever that is, like, in my bed or whatever, but, like, but nothing really, like, shakes me. I think normally, like, looking at my other, um, placements right but like the only thing that really shakes me is if someone messes with my family or my friends mm. like that's really the only thing like yeah. at this point currently in life like i'm i'm not really shooketh by anything that's the only thing i just get really protective like mm. where did this come from right yeah that's so cancer <laughs> yeah actually now i think when i whatever presses my buttons is when someone like restricts me or like tells me yeah close-mindedness because both Aquarius and Pisces hate that right so I think that really triggers me like so speaking of Aquarius so then I'll tell you like my uh second house right so Saturn is in my second house and my Aquarius is in there um so sad or second house is really like your self-worth and like things like personal finances, it rules over like tourist things, right? Like possessions. Like possessions, physical things, and um, a lot about self-worth. And for me, like, my Saturn is in there, so it's very limited, very like a lot of like lessons kind of thing. Saturn's not a great sign, or planet, okay? It's just like, it's just there to teach you a lesson kind of thing. And so, lately I've been going like discovering so much more about my second house and I realized like damn I'm really like Aquarius a lot of times I never realized that I thought it was just my like stubbornness kind of thing Mm -hmm. being all the earth signs right I definitely see that super rebellious side of me and just weird side of me yeah Aquarius are so weird (laughs) I always feel like super weird so I think when I meet Aquarius I'm like you get me you know but like on the other side you don't see me like that but like Really, you get how I feel about myself, yeah. like my self worth. I think yeah. my second house is in Virgo. I in haven't Virgo, really, yeah. I haven't really looked well, you're into very, that. Very, yet. very, very Virgo. Because <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, my first house and second house yeah. is Virgo. You're actually like, is it what water? Yeah, I think yours crosses over. But you're this like a so double. You're water with like a very strong like earth presence. I like earth with a very strong like air presence. Actually. Oh, yeah. I have very little air in me. I think I'm only like sixteen percent. But it's funny because your chart and my chart sits on the same dot. It sits on the same dot in Horos, <laughs> and I'm and I'm an Aquarius stellium. So yeah. I have three Aquarius signs. I think I'm a Virgo stellium because my. So my Virgo stellium is actually very amplified because so my my sun, my Mercury and my Jupiter are in Virgo. But a lot of people have Jupiter and Virgo right in the same generation. But all three of them sit in the ninth house for me, which is like Sagittarius theme, mm-hmm. which is like you know, higher wisdom, like spirituality, travel, like faraway places, like open mindedness kind of thing, abundance kind of thing. So I'm like. Maybe that's why. That's all. All I ever think about and talk about. It gets really annoying. Like that. Like it's always like these like profound one-liners that come out of me. So Sagittarius. But then I realized, like, damn, growing up, I had a lot of Sagittarius friends too. But maybe like my mom and my brother are Sagittarius too. So it, like, I'm very familiar with it without ever knowing that because I don't have actually any fire signs. Yeah, that's why right? I was telling you a long yeah. time ago, I feel like you're very Sagittarius. You yeah. And I was like, but you don't have any in your, like, main signs. But so... my dominant planet is actually Jupiter. Oh. Because my sun, 
Mercury and Jupiter, like they're both really, they're all really like important planets, mm. right? They're all in the ninth house. And Jupiter is ruled by Sagittarius. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my friends are Sagittarius too. Mm. And we were talking about this last time. I think your son is in, no, something is in your ninth house too. You I think it's my fifth house because my fifth house is the fifth house of creativity and the mm -hmm. fifth house is ruled by, no, it's, no. My Jupiter is in my fifth house. Is it? I think that's what it is. Because the fifth house is ruled by Leo. Yeah. And then you were saying that's probably why I'm so attracted to. I don't know. Double check it. I yeah, think... my fifth house. Oh no, my fifth house is in Sagittarius. And I have Uranus and Neptune and my North Node in my fifth house, I think. Oh, so you have a lot in your fifth house. Wait, your North Node too, okay? Yeah. So. Oh, my North Node is actually in Sagittarius, so then like my path in this life is like going towards very Sagittarius themes. So sometimes when I do feel like me talking about this shit is where I'm supposed to be, mm. and it's interesting because I incorporate it into my work a lot. I like, you know, like <laughs> I talk to all my clients about this kind of stuff, and it's it like gives me a way to. So it's very interesting because like Sagittarius, and then all of my signs are in like. Virgo being in the Sagittarius house, right? So Virgo and Sagittarius aren't really like a great mix, right? They're Their not. energies don't mix. But then I always wonder, like, how does that work for me then? Like, I'm stuck, you know? <laughs> that sucks, you know? That's not great. Like, how do I do these big traveling the world things when, like, I'm super anxious and, like, like worry about details all the time? And I realize, oh my god, when I'm lashing, I'm, like, doing my Virgo things. But then the things I'm talking about and exploring with my clients are like very Sagittarius things. I'm like, oh my god, this is, that's what I feel like aligned. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh my god, that's so aligned. good. But when you see these things, you start to feel like so great about it. Yeah. And like you don't want to control it. Like, oh, I should like make my business better. I should do this better or whatever. Like everything is just peachy. Yeah. And it's just beautiful and like it's a fucking miracle that we're here right now. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so crazy how they like mix together. And because yeah. I remember last time I said my north node is in Capricorn, yeah. but I think Sean's north node is in Sagittarius. Yes. So you're saying like how because of that he probably brings out my fifth house, like the Sagittarius oh. creativity. Something I, like I that. I feel like there's always a link right yeah really when you're looking at synastry charts which i'm like so into it's like it's everything like that's why when you meet someone that's like really good it's not just one thing that you like about them it's like yeah, well, no. how can you read my mind on like these things too and then like somehow you have experienced that one thing in your life that i like so feel so strongly about and that thing too like it's all of these things and i love finding them out through like the chart yeah like, i knew it you know, like, <laughs> i knew it you know, i knew you were gonna say that yeah because you know I mean? he's so yeah i feel like now that you say that he's like all the sides of me that i wanted because he's also very like leo and his venus is in virgo yeah. so very like responsible yeah. and like notices the details and that's very similar to me too like yeah. my virgo side right but then there's also, he's a Sagittarius moon, and yeah. like, I guess like, I love that, like, his yeah. Leo Mercury and my Aries Mercury really get yeah. along, and so there's that blend of like, mm -hmm. being the very responsible, but also very fun, yes. and like, experimenting with everything. Actually, that's very interesting you say that, because like, 
those are really great traits of each of the signs you listed, right? Mm -hmm. So there's obviously shadow sides to everybody and every sign. And I think, mm, how should, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like, I think you could easily meet someone with the exact same chart, but they're completely different, yes. right? So what I think is like, if you are vibing on that frequency yourself, you will definitely attract that. So let's say like, you know, you were saying his Virgo and your Virgo really like matches well, but then Virgos are very responsible and very organized, right? But they can also be super critical and super nitpicky, yes. super like, just, oh, I don't like Virgos. Me too! I love <laughs> Virgo, too. I don't like Virgos. Yeah, I never, I don't like Virgo men, that's what I'm saying, sorry. But, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But you know, like I said, there's always great things. Yeah. Like my shadow side, I think it's because I know my shadow side. Yes. So I don't enjoy that the most, right? But anyways, like if you, let's say if you were vibing on that like low level, like low frequency Virgo-ness kind of thing, right? You'll attract those men. Exactly. You could have the exact same chart as Sean, but like not, right? Totally. So I think I had a client, she was telling me, like she was like dating this guy and he's like, really great right but she was like having a lot of hesitations like it's just kind of like things she's telling herself right now like maybe what if this what if that like excuses and stuff and then so i told her i'm like well, just like chill out for a second it's nothing about this guy right like tell me what are the things that you want in a guy right like and then so she starts listing all these things but she keeps saying like oh like let's say like she wants him to be like responsible but she's like oh but then there's like no guys like that like she keeps limiting for oh. herself and then that and also she kept like she was like listing a lot of things and then i asked her like honestly can, are you that person like responsible like reliable blah blah like fun and you know spontaneous like she's telling me all these things and i asked her like are you like that to any degree have you thought about that and she's like oh actually hmm I'm like yeah take that one home and like think about that question yeah. right because i I think when I was like trying to manifest a lot of things in like a relationship, right? Um, I was like, am I even those things? Like, how? Who am I to ask for these things? Yeah. And, like, I can't even give those things either. Mm. Right. Like, I'm like, I want someone who's like very present, and, like uh, has a lot of self love and like love for others and stuff like that. Like, am I doing those things? If I'm not, then like, where am I gonna attract this kind of guy, right? And like, even if he was doing those things, I would be like. Maybe I'll feel resentment. Yeah. You know? And she was saying, like, with this guy that she met, that's, like, really great. And she told me that she had one complaint. And she was like, mm, he, he gets kind of, like, mm, how do I say, like, arrogant? I'm like, okay, like, do you mean, like, self-assured or arrogant, right? Like, yeah. Right? Like, when he's confident or arrogant. Like, does, is he, like, an asshole? And she's like, well, I don't think he's ever been an asshole. But, like, sometimes he just, like, does things and he's, like, very happy about them. Like proud of himself. I'm like, that's a great thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm like, if you had any self love, like you would, you would feel that way about yourself too. Like yeah. you know, like I did, I did this shit today. You know, good job, me. Yeah. Right? But she's like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable saying that for myself. Oh. I'm like, see, that's what I mean, right? Like, if you don't feel that way about yourself, you're only gonna attract like insecure guys who mm. like will put himself down and put you down. So like, maybe this is something that's brand new for you, and the fact that you're even realizing this and have consciousness right that means you're growing and maybe you are ready to accept this love yeah and she's like whoa like she got chills and she like she's like oh my god i need to think about this and like, i was still doing her lashes oh, I'm so shocked. <laughs> yeah 
and I think like things are kind of getting better because she let that go, right? Because she's like, I think she always was like very humble. Mm -hmm. She's an Aquarius, okay? Okay. And then she was saying like, you know, she doesn't like the attention. Like she doesn't like it. Like she, she's like, I'm very, very humble. I like people who are very humble. I'm like, you can still be humble, but yeah. you can be very confident and like proud of yourself, right? Very mm. Leo themed, I feel like. Yeah. And she didn't really get that. Mm. Yeah. So then something to think about. Yeah, that's uh, so yeah. interesting. It applies, right? Like I think for myself too, like I want someone who's very like healthy, let's say. Not like, am I healthy? I'm not even doing the things that I should yeah. be doing to be healthy. And even if I was with this person, we wouldn't buy. Yeah. Right? And I feel like sometimes I, I notice myself, like I, when I'm practicing self-awareness, mm. if I ever catch myself being irritated about something mm. or feeling a bit insecure like in my relationship, I kind of like see it. Like, okay, so, yeah. you know, like, Sean is like a Leo, he's a very fire sign, like always on the go, taking action, doing things, like spending time with friends and whatever, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. But I think like sometimes I'll catch myself feeling like down because of like my health issues lately. I'm like, oh, like I can't go out, I can't yeah. do anything. I wish like I could go out. And, and I feel like an insecurity sometimes like I'll get a doubt in my mind or something's telling me like, oh, like why isn't Sean spending enough time mm. with you or like you should like he should give you more attention mm. but that's just like a lie like that's mm. like not even true because I know like if I ask him to give me or more attention he will gladly mm. do that you know but I'll catch myself having those thoughts and I'm like you know it's just because I'm feeling down right now honestly if I was healthy and I was like a hundred percent I would be out all the time mm -hmm. too because I like that like I'm mm -hmm. the type of person like I like being out with my friends and like doing things so I shouldn't feel that way about mm -hmm. him or I shouldn't be mad at him about that mm -hmm. and I feel like that's just like an internal thing I have to process and when I do then I don't like get mad or I don't like blow mm -hmm. up at him you know I get it I think what it, how I'm seeing this is like you uh you realize that you have to like honor yourself mm -hmm. like how I feel about things sometimes it's like I feel like I should be doing something or whatever like I should be out or whatever but then I'm honoring this time that I actually need to take for myself. Like instead of thinking like I, I, I have to stay home because I'm not well. Mm -hmm. Like actually I choose to stay home because today I'm not well. And then once you do that, you drop all the guilt and the shame and the whatever. Like yeah. Or like oh I'm supposed to be this person who's like super outgoing and friendly and happy, <laughs> but like I'm so I'm feeling so sad and depressed today. And like then honor yourself. I think too often we like don't do that because we're used to like other people telling us shit and we're like yeah, yeah yeah like that's how we're supposed to be and we like disregard how we yeah. feel about ourselves right like it's totally fine it's like totally <laughs> fine are able to see it like honor that part of yourself and even like a little mindset switch i've noticed is mm. that I try to tell myself, yeah, like I choose to do this or yeah. I get to do this. Yeah. It's like a privilege. It's yeah. not that I have to do it because even with work, like now I'm in my dream job, but I still find myself sometimes being overwhelmed with stress. Mm. Like I'll be like, oh, there's this deadline. I have to mm. do this. Like this is on my to-do list. But then I need to remind myself like this is like all stuff I enjoy doing. It's a yeah. privilege that I get to do this. Like instead of me at a job that I hate. 
So I think like that shift, I constantly have to remind myself because I think my probably my Virgo like workaholic self is like constantly putting pressure and stress. Yeah. Stress. Stress. True that. I think like what it is is um. I lost my train of thought. The being hard on yourself. It's okay. Just having a moment. I need to drink some water. Yeah, we can we can take a break now. I feel like we've talked a long time. <laughs> Let us know if you're listening what you thought of our deep astrology conversation. Or it was more like relationships, career. I'm just chilling. Yeah, we're just chilling. Let us know if you want us to do another one because me and Michelle talk about this stuff all the time. So let us know. Talk to me on Instagram. Leave the podcast a review on iTunes. I would love to hear about it. Thank you, oh, Mich- Oh, you did? <laughs> That's okay. I'm so sorry. All I was going to say is having gratitude. Okay, okay. Attitude of gratitude brings you more things to be thankful for. Yes. Like, realizing that, like, oh, I get to work. Like, I get to, be, like, look at me. Look at my beautiful Pisces Virgo self. Like, look at how hardworking I am. Like, just feeling like super thankful for yourself for even having this body to go to work wake up and like to even think of all these things to even have the capacity to think about things that people don't think about like be thankful and very like grateful for those yes. things and i think that's a huge shift change like you were saying about letting go of control mm-hmm. earlier in the beginning that's what it was for me it's like not like oh i have to go to work i have to make money i don't have money blah, blah, blah. it's like oh i get to like go like go to work i get to wake up and like do the exact thing that i love to do (laughs) and i get to have this mindset where i'm actually very heartbreaking and enjoy these things so yeah yeah like (laughs) that's so true like the grateful mindset because i feel like yeah i I have to remind myself of that because then i'll get caught up in like Mm. the stress and be like oh my god i have to do this like because i need to make money or whatever but it's not even about that i find that like it's i like was practicing it like all the time just like consciously like I'm gonna choose to be thankful for this like after I have a fight with like my family member or something I'll like tell myself no I'm very grateful for her for doing this I'm grateful like I find things to be grateful for and I think eventually I got got to the point where it just is how I feel constantly and constantly very happy yeah and it it gets really annoying because like I'm out with friends I'm like oh my god I'm so thankful for this cup of water emotional happy tears this week Aww. because of the acupuncture and then because after <laughs> acupuncture i like ate foods that normally would be triggering for yeah. my like histamine intolerance oh yeah and then i felt like okay yeah. and then i was like oh my god this moment i'm just like so happy and i'm like crying and then i feel like every time i was shot i'm like i can't believe you're my boyfriend like i have <laughs> like, that's what i feel all the time i'm always like ugh, ugh. i'm so blessed <laughs> podcast here because we've talked for over an hour but we are going to continue talking into my lash appointment after this all right thank you so much for listening guys love you all bye